welcome to Four Geeks by Geeks, where geeks come to geek out. I am your master of ceremonies, T, and I am super excited to bring you into our new campaign, uh, currently known as Pandora's Box. I'm sure I'll come up with a better title later, Ooh, I but like it. we'll decide. We are about to dive into the city of Pandora in our established world of City of Mist, uh, where our new adventurers, hero, I don't even know if they're going to be heroes, to be honest, um, where our new, uh, where our players are going to interact in a world um, not like our own because they are embedded into the myths and tales that we have all grown up to either love or hate because they're about to come to life. Uh, with that being said, as always with me is Bozer. Yo, 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 yo! I have no idea what's about to happen and I'm here <laughs> for it. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to say something special? Yeah. Oh, right, so, Bozer, who are, who are you playing and give us your our, our character fact for the day? I'm playing Cornelius Averdelius III, but my friends call me Dale. And he is a repair shop owner and really good at fixing and making shit out of nothing. Um, a fun fact for Dale is he is your run-of-the-mill thirst trap. And... Uh, run-of-the-mill with one arm. Run-of-the-mill. Right, continue. Oh, he only needs one arm to get you reeled in. He's got one arm to the naked eye and he'll fuck anything that moves Jesus, <laughs> family friendly content and with me most thursdays uh jeff says i want to know how do you follow up that uh very interesting fun fact about our dell far more uh <laughs> boring and tame um i will be playing um i i had a little bit of a decision change um, after last session, referring to Andre as a he, I realized, nah, Andres. them? Yeah, Andres is they them. Uh, probably. Let me make a note of that. Thank you. Probably gender fluid more than just like non-binary. Uh, it just kind of takes on whichever one feels right that day. Uh, and they are a Taurus. Okay. Yeah. Dell's gonna have some good times with Andre. <laughs> um, this is getting real interesting, real quick. Oh, real quick! If we didn't, if we're, if we didn't end up uploading session zero for people to see, um, Andresh is a reserved and curious uh, person, a broker of information, someone who tries to gather as much information on the city around them as they can and then sell that information to those who may be interested in it. I'm liking this. Yeah. All right, and we've got our special guest star for this uh, arc. We've got Alex back. Hello. I'm not going to parse too many words. I'm playing Colin Blackfoot, and I am a... uh, I am an ex-con, and uh, Colin has spent the last 15 years in prison... Uh, and he is 32, so he's never had a like a driver's license. He's got a learner's <laughs> permit, um, which expired several years ago, about a decade <laughs> ago. So he has to like be taught. He's like going to driver's lessons to be taught how to drive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> in the city, there's, pu- pu- there's public transit in the city. That's his oh, thinking absolutely. too. He's like, I don't need this, but it would be nice to learn how to do it. So. 
valid. Uh, and last but not least, and he's last because he just hasn't even finalized his character. <laughs> We're on episode two, technically, of City of Mist here. He still doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know him. <laughs> Sometimes you love him. We've got Lucas. So, uh, yeah, that's fun fact is he's my character is still not made. Um, we're winging it. No, um, I'm playing Detective Spencer Cooper, and as uh, he's... Let's see. I don't want to say this. So he's not necessarily the senior guy, but he's a senior guy. He's been on the police force for 10 years now. So that's two years bef- uh, before the mist, and then eight years now dealing with the mist. And the fun fact is uh, he may have been recruited in the early years of the mist to... Uh, help with some problems oh let's see how that plays out before we get started last any any questions before we dive in any comments any concerns so many just so many the only real question is what am i doing we're gonna find out every day for all of you coming to the channel to learn what city of mist is about welcome Join us because we yeah. don't know either. We're learning. <laughs> Join the club. You. We're all gonna learn together. All right, you guys ready to kickstart this campaign? Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Look, rip the bandaid off. They say the Big Apple is a city that never sleeps, but they've clearly never come across the city surrounded by mist. Shit, how could they? They'd never want to leave. Well, they'd never get to leave. Not sure if that should, if I should be jealous or if I should envy them. The city is nothing but potential, just not necessarily good potential. The city is an enigma wrapped in irony. It's a world ripped away from itself, but also independent from the outside cosmos. I can't explain it to you. You'd have to be there to get it. The best I have to offer is telling you that these tales that help you and... I need to wake you up from this slumber. I need to wake you up from this dream, this nightmare, this this mistaken reality you find yourself living in. Stop listening to your mind tell you that there's nothing there when you see a shadow sprint across the room out of the corner of your eye. Run as hard as you can up that flight of steps the moment you turn the light off. Ignore the voices crying out for you by name as you hike through the woods to get that picture-perfect sunset. The reality that you think you're living in is not real, but they are. I want you to be scared, but I don't want you to be hopeless. You're not defenseless from the things that go bump in the night. Accept the mist, awaken the true potential locked inside of you. I can't tell you it's going to be okay, but I can tell you that it's going to be worth it. Potentially. Wake up. Who would like to be brought into the City of Mist first? Nose goes. Oh. Or- <laughs> I think that was Jeff's. That was Jeff's. Dang, Dang it. <laughs> Jeff sits. Uh, so we established in session zero that when you are not in your apartment, mm-hmm. uh, you are in the same building on a higher floor in your office. To clarify, though, the same building is not. It doesn't mean the same thing that it does in our world, in a generic building or a city. Um, because. Andresh lives in the Neon District, or uh, the Neon Pillars District of the city, which is 400 plus story tall skyscrapers, neon uh, skyscrapers that disappear up into the clouds, which really in this city of Pandora is just the mist 
or the dome of the mist that surrounds the entire city. Um, each one of these skyscrapers is a block, uh, like is a block in and of itself that just goes up as tall as possible and are interconnected by bridges and skyways. And so each each uh, building pillar, yeah, is is a almost a district in and of itself, but interconnected. And think very cyberpunk. Like, Fair. the area in between the city, in between the buildings, has catwalks and and uh, walkways and everything connected between them, and has courtyards elevated hundreds of feet above street level. So just because I stay in the same building doesn't necessarily mean it's the same place. Right. So we have established that um, Andres is a very tech-savvy individual. Yes. Uh, meaning so that your apartment would be technically sound. You would know anything that's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and you get an alert on your watch. An alert you really never thought you would see because you have an intruder. Well, that's not good, is it? But as you check the camera, it's just a dark figure standing in the middle of your open loft, not looking into anything, not moving, just standing there, looking out the window. Uh, Andres types a couple of commands into their watch and summons up... Um, probably half a dozen of their raven drones okay. to keep an eye because at this point I'm not in my loft, correct? I'm in Correct. I'm in yeah, the Yeah, we're, we're talking loft. middle of the afternoon, so you would be in your in the broker's space. Okay. So yeah. And so that's why this would be so alarming to Andres right now. Yeah, this is setting off all sorts of alarm bells and everything and so um, pulls up going to pull up several raven like half a dozen raven drones to circle around the loft on the outside um, or not the apartment Andres's apartment on the outside and both outside the building to try and keep an eye on windows um, mm -hmm. as well as outside the apartment itself in the hallways and stairways um, in front of the elevator and just have them posted up in the shadows to act as security cameras, just kind of awesome. keeping an eye on the hallway. Um, and then I will I'll make my way down there quickly, but more trying to keep eyes off of me okay. than anything. Um, yeah. And once I am away from the broker's loft, I'll take the... Um, LED mask off that I use to hide my identity as the broker because if I'm going back to my apartment I don't want anyone to be able to connect Andresh to the broker fair enough so yeah as you are making your way through literally dozens of stories catwalks and uh, walkways uh, you eventually make your way to the hallway that your entry door obviously is in okay since the notice of your watch came through the figure in your apartment hasn't moved 
I'm sure you've been keeping track as you've been walking through to see if there's something going to surprise you outside, what he's doing inside. Nothing has moved outside the alert that there's somebody in your apartment. Could I try and on the way back, like, and as I get closer, um, I would like to use both the cameras, okay, both the drones, and my training for uh, Kali, and specifically use the tag I for detail and the power tag for my turf, the Raven drones, okay, to make a, an investigation check to try and figure out how they entered my apartment. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. So that's going to be that's the, this is the first roll of the game, isn't it? <gasps> first, Ooh, roll, first roll yeah. of the so, game. Two d six. Two d ones. And I Sorry. get to add two to whatever. You'll I have a two power tag. Yep. Cool. All right. Here we go then. Oh, that's not bad at all. So that's a okay. Not great though. So that is a six plus one plus two for a total of nine. Six plus one plus two. So I rolled a six and a one. Oh, okay, I got. It. I see what you're saying. And then now. add yep. two for the power tag, All so right. a total of so nine. So let me pull up. Got to pull up the right book here, so I can look at investigation, so I can dictate what information. This is getting exciting already. I know. I'm like looking at. The when I use my abilities sheet. to seek answers to burning questions, I roll plus power. Um, on a hit, I get clues equal to power. That's what okay. the player move says on here. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, and I need to make a cheat sheet for myself, because I'm still scrolling trying to find it. Oh, bear oh. with us all, because it's going to be a lot of scrolling. Just until we get... Right on. Yeah. We'll... we'll, we'll settle into our our character in session rhythms. zero you gave a page number for like the kind of go-to player guide in the pdf do you remember what that was uh, uh 147 okay thank you all right so investigate uh, on a seven to nine you can choose one uh your investigation exposes you to a danger uh the clues you get are fuzzy incomplete or part true false Whoever or whatever you are asking the questions can ask you one question as well. You answer on the same term. So which investigate result would you like to take? Um, and that's go. I don't know which results I'm looking at. I'm sorry. I just okay, have. So that's on page 192. Okay. Uh, look at the yellow tag that obviously says investigate. Yes. Um... So I choose one of the three bullet points there? Correct, and that's going to dictate the information you derived from okay. that investigate check. Um, I'll say... I'll say my investigation exposes me to danger. Okay. I'll take I'll take the risk... Uh, no, I can't because that's not what my... That's not in character. They're too, they're too careful, so instead, I'm going to say the clues I get are fuzzy, incomplete, or part true, part false. Okay. Uh, so with one of your drones that you were observing um, while you were making your way back, your drones are fairly technologically advanced, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if you guys have played like the Arkham Knight series. Yeah. Uh, 
a big part of the game is the detective mode where you get to zoom in on key features here. Uh, so this shot is gonna be, you were working on, I'm assuming you've got what, like a wrist tablet that you kind of operate off of? Yeah, it's, we'll say that this is super cyberpunky, and so um, like, it, think like your, your typical smartwatch. Mm -hmm. yep. um, Andres does wear it uh, working man's style. So on the bottom it, side? Yeah, so instead of it being on the outside, it's on the inside of the wrist. And, I dig it. Um, what they'll do is they get, they'll, they'll pull it up there, but then they've got a way to extend it so that it kind of like, it's a screen, it breaks in half. A screen on your wrist, yeah, like so on your forearm. It nice. breaks in half, and so the first part stays where it is. The second part scrolls up to like almost the elbow. So then there's an extended screen across the entire elbow Solid. of like. Dope. The uh, the foldable glass that's coming out now in real life, um, and it kind of works like that across the entire wrist. I like that a lot. So uh, as you're looking at your forearm going through that, uh, one of your Raven drones does the little circular ocular zoom in as it focuses in, um, and you can see on your door frame it wasn't a break in. Somebody got into your house, but they didn't damage anything in doing so. Uh, but on your little top lock, your deadbolt lock, uh, there is traces of the mist kind of dancing off of it uh as you would be able to indicate he had some type of device that just unlocked your front door and they just let themselves in okay his mythos um, so is uh shit i was trying to think of the harry potter unlock spell and i've lost it and that joke is dead <laughs> move on <laughs> cool okay uh, but yeah, so you approach your front door. Uh, your Raven drones have been sitting there patrolling. Uh, like I said, the shadow figure has not moved. And bef uh, without, I'm not going to actually approach through the front door. I'd like to make one more roll uh, okay. or one more move and sneak around and try and sneak in through one of the windows. Um, okay. Uh, so this is a big thing that needs to be emphasized in the game. Uh, tell me how you are doing the action. Tell me yep. what you're doing. Then tell me the move, and that'll dictate the effect of the game. Okay. So, yeah, instead of going, like, I'm checking the cameras and everything and seeing that they went in through the front door and ex assuming that's how they expect me to go in, mm -hmm. um, I would instead like to make my way along the courtyards and catwalks and walkways that lead along the outside of the build or kind of the outside of the building right and then after a while um i am it's going presumed to... to have balconies and little walkways and terraces and yeah absolutely right. and so make my way along those even if it means like jumping from yeah. uh, balcony to a balcony here or there um, absolutely drop down to the catwalk that is near one of my windows okay and make my way in in i mean i i I don't know if I would necessarily... I mean, I would leave them unlocked just because it is a window and I've got the 42 alarm system... 42 feet up, so... Yeah, and I've got an alarm system set up so that if someone does go in that way, it pings up similar to this. And so, yeah, I'll make my way, like, go from balcony to balcony, climb down... Awesome. ...and get onto the catwalk, open the unlocked window, and try and sneak in that way um, into the the bathroom. All right, let's get that roll. And then what power tags are you bringing to the roll? Uh, for this one, I'll say, could I use my paranoia tag from the broker 
uh, from my personality theme as a this is kind of a route that I have set because I know I'm paranoid like that. that someone might be yeah I I'm like so that. paranoid that I always have a I've always had this back way in just in case yeah I dig it I like it I'll allow it Ooh, okay, so I rolled a six and a three, so that's a nine plus one for a 10. So that's a 10, so that goes exactly as you planned. Uh, you've planned this scenario out in some sense of the fashion before. I've done this once or twice. Absolutely. Uh, so as you make your way through the scaffoldings, through the terraces, through the balconies, uh, you finally find yourself on the catwalk leading into the window, I'm assuming, opposite of where this shadowy figure is yeah being paranoid i can't i don't i don't see uh andres as somebody that would w window directly eye contact mm -hmm. probably making his way through the far window approaching through the shadows well, right and get get in through the bathroom okay and grab i mean this is going to seem a little silly but i'm going to grab the uh the plunger <laughs> okay. in there just so that I've got something as an improvised weapon and just like, I'm going to stick it against the wall just inside okay. the doorway and then open the door to All the right. main area where they're standing. Yeah, so with a 10, you are sneaking perfectly. Uh, at the moment, they are unaware of your presence. So how would you move forward from here? I mean, once I open the door, there's not really anywhere. It's a minimalistic apartment, so there's not really okay. anywhere to hide. So, like, I, I just want to make my way in here, set up the room so that I've got a weapon I can grab real quick. And then open the door. I think I'll just open the door and let it kind of, like, swing. Okay. So that they know that I'm there. Gotcha. And see what their reaction is. Uh, Andres uh, Ametz, I'm assuming you are here now, correct? I'll step out. Yeah, sorry. Just had to use the restroom and, like, kind of brush my hands as if I just washed them. I'm impressed. You are a uh, very difficult person to find. Um, you're not what I was expecting from the broker, but I, I can see the... I respect the, the difference that you dictate between your two lives. Security system is top-notch. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed. I th I'm afraid you must have me confused for someone else. See, I don't think I do. I am very good at knowing who is in this city because it's my job to protect the city. Um, and whether you view yourself as a hero or a villain is... Neither here nor there, nor do I genuinely care, because you haven't really crossed my desk in a way that I have to worry about you. But you know some people who know some people, and I need to get in touch with some of these people, so uh, it's where this introduction comes across. Then by all means, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and you see, uh, so this shadowy figure kind of reveals themselves into the light. Uh, they are dressed to the nines, uh, pinstripe suit, uh, cufflinks that probably cost more than your apartment, black shiny wingtips, 
they you can tell this person is not only in politics uh but the way they carry themselves uh, it's very obvious that they are a lawyer uh, and you've seen said lawyer before uh because his face is plastered all over pandora it's so uh, good man sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you find yourself standing before uh, Pierce Snyder, uh, Pandora's district attorney. Pierce, uh, could you spell that for me? Yep, P-I-E-R-C-E, Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R. Thank you, Pierce Snyder, Pandora's district attorney. Correct. Cool, all right. The genie. He's been making um, some serious moves, and I need your help taking him down. What do I know of the genie at this point? Uh, at this point, you don't know a lot. You've heard the name, the genie, mm -hmm. but uh, much like the broker, they're kind of an enigma. Okay. Um, known to close associates uh, but you know the genie is as what they say is a wish granter um, but you don't know you haven't had any direct involvement because not a lot of people ask about them because those who ask tend to disappear okay um, I've heard of this genie once or twice why do they need to why do we need to make them disappear? I have a 97% success rate. The only person I have failed to is the genie. I can't get the evidence I need legally to remove this parasite from Pandora. If I want to make the changes that this city deserves, the genie needs gone, and that's where you come in. How exactly? Just standard contract, finding the, finding information, digging up this dirty laundry I, that you want to set out to dry? Whether it's a RICO case or you catch them on murder, I don't care. I need evidence, and that's it. Uh, and he reaches into his breast pocket to pull out a business card. As um, they reach into their breast pocket... Andres, who is still leaning against the doorway to the bathroom, mm. just like slides their hand over to the handle of the plunger that's still there. <laughs> and then seeing it's a business card, takes it off and like recrosses their arms, leaning against the door frame. Why? I'm going to go ahead and leave this on the counter. Uh, you won't be alone. I've got a couple other people that I'm hiring for this that you'll be working with. Okay. Why couldn't this be done... With the broker, why did you have to come to me instead? I need you to understand that with my power, things are going to be allowed. Some things shouldn't be allowed that I'm going to ignore. I'm exposing myself to you to let you know my involvement, to know that this isn't something you got to worry about being crossed on. Okay. I'm being raw with you. I expect you to be raw with me. And we can just leave it at that. We are both just trying to help the city. I ignore your transgressions. You help me get rid of this cancer. Sounds fair enough. Again, these... great technology. I'm looking forward to uh, 
seeing more. Who are these others that I'll be working with? Uh, we've got Colin Blackfoot, a felon that just, he, we'll see if he uh, decides to amend his parole or not. Uh, got some guy named Dell and uh, a detective that I'm sure is going to be not too happy to be seeing you. But location's on the back of the card tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, Old District. Colin Blackfoot, ex-con. He's the one I don't, I don't know him. Dell. Cornelius? Some uh, I believe so. Some repairman off on. He's got connections to a smaller gang over the, the foundry. foundry. Okay. I don't know if I'd call them a gang. They're not really worth their salt, but... Not yet. But there's people asking about them. They're rising. I don't need to know that information. And detective. Spencer Cooper. Uh, good luck with him. Luck... Luck doesn't follow Detective Spencer Cooper. If you have questions, call my cell phone. Do not call the office. If I have questions, I'll figure out the answer myself. That's Thanks. what I like to hear. Uh, until next time. Uh, and he is going to rebutton his jacket, uh, and he's going to leave your apartment. Yeah. But, um, Andres just says, you clearly know the way in, so you should know the way out. He simply gives you a behind-the-back wave, um, and I'm sure odd dress being uh the paranoid they are probably watches him as he leaves down the hallway yeah um pulls just up walks. the pulls up the screens as they like walk out of sight just to make sure that they are walking all the way out yep. he gives a quick wink to one of your raven drones uh but walks to the elevator uh and then you see the doors close as uh, he leaves and immediately starts like frantically typing new things into the <laughs> Raven drones and setting up new security systems. All right, and that is our scene for Andres. Who would um, like to go next? Do I already have to invoke one of my weaknesses here? Uh, which would be paranoia. <laughs> uh, so no. So how the weakness works is in a scenario. Uh, so technically speaking, when you did that stealth roll, that paranoia should have been a weakness tag invoked if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, invoking weakness is how you power up tags, but it needs to be stated when the move is done. Okay, so I feel like we should either invoke paranoia or um, address the identity of the broker because the personality theme, the broker theme card is a personality theme, and the identity of that is I know all about most to keep them from knowing me. Right. And so I feel like that would be a crack on that. Not quite, because this is going to be a mystery added based around how does he know your identity. Okay, so should I change it from the identity of I know all about most to keep them from knowing me to how does Pierce Snyder know who know that the broker is Andresh. Okay. I will change that then and we can move on to the next scene. Dope. Who would like to go next? <laughs> <laughs> Del, you are in the... What's the name of your shop? Dale's. 
Dells, okay. Dells just. Is Dells Dells right repair where, shop. Uh, where is Dells located? Dells is located in the middle of the old district. And uh, it's just kind of stuck between two other buildings. Taller ones, but this is a little. It, well, it's two stories. It's got the shop on the main floor. It's got a basement below, but then above, it's got my little place where I stay. It's something small. It's one room. Got a bed up there and a little kitchen, bathroom. Not much, but I've survived worse, so it's more than I need. Than the shop what does Dell's shop look like? So it's pretty simple. You walk on in, it's got a counter on the right side. But then just everywhere, you see like random parts and you see uh, like gears and, and washing machines and, and vacuums and things that are just like broken or once were broken and fixed or haven't been picked up yet. And it's, it's kind of cluttered. It's got things hanging on the ceiling and on the walls. And basically, you can just bring on anything you need fixed, repaired. I can get it done in usually under an hour, but... I let people think it takes a little longer. <laughs> uh, so while Dell is tinkering, uh, you hear the bell above the entry door. Uh, and as you look up, you see a finely dressed man uh, looking a little amiss uh, as he peers around your shop, attempting to step over the mechanics of everything that has been puked all across uh, Dell's shop floor. Oh, sorry about that, partner. I'll get that cleaned out of your way. Good afternoon. What can I do you for? Uh, I'm actually here for you, Dell. Well, most people are. That's why you're in the shop. It's called Dell. It's my name. Yeah. Uh, how's the foundry going? Hmm. And with keeping a smile on my face, I just kind of reach under the counter nonchalant and, <laughs> and start tickling... The handle of something underneath. I thought you were going uh, to say start frantically pounding the <laughs> the panic button. <laughs> Boy, I am the panic button. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever's under that uh, counter there, you can relax. I'm not here to take you in. I'm here to hire you, for lack of a better term. What you want with a foundry? I want nothing to do with the foundry as long as you're willing to play ball. Well, never was much of a sport player, but... And then I, I gesture to my missing right arm. <laughs> Wasn't real good at catching. <laughs> uh, you, see, <laughs> you see him try to hide his smirk. Uh, the genie. What do you know about him? What do I know about him? <laughs> uh, being a part of the foundry, you would know that the genie has been um, a pain in the ass because the genie grants wishes to anybody. Doesn't matter. And typically, when those who shouldn't have power have power, tend to cause some issues. Uh, but who the genie is, where he's located, his motives, you have no idea. Has he ever like granted wishes to some of the kids at the foundry? Yeah, you probably have some missing kids, um, some kids that you probably helped raise that went missing, uh, only to be later seen uh, wearing the the genie's colors. Okay, which are what? Where is colors? Uh, green. My question, I was gonna say. Interesting. Oh well, genie's on my shit list personally. And how would you like to remove him from the equation? <laughs> 
remove him how? Permanently? I don't care. He's a cancer to this city, and I need him gone. You got the hookup? I've got whatever you need, as long as you don't ask questions. I got lots of questions, friends. But, uh... I don't think... Well, maybe quite a few the genie could actually answer, but... You seem like you know quite a lot. Can I get your name? Uh, and he pulls out a business card. Pierce Specter. Pandora. And as he oh, reaches sorry. in his breast Pierce coat, Snyder. I go tickle the handle of a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pandora's district attorney. Oh, yeah. You're that fella I seen up on them billboards and on that park bench. Shit, your face is everywhere. Yep, running for mayor, so uh, kind of need to get the name out there. You want to run this shit town? I want to save this uh, shit town. Well, I guess if uh, you're going to give me the hookup to the genie, you got more hookups. Um, I've got, I know enough people to get you taken care of. Well, I've been uh, kind of doing some things on my own about for the last year, so it's nice to get somebody on the inside. Tread lightly. Friend, I only know how to tread one way. A few blocks down, there's a meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Your associates will be there waiting for you. My if you're associates. interested. You mean from the yeah. foundry? Hmm, no. You will not be bringing anybody in from the foundry. I am providing you immunity and means, not the rest of your little ragtag group. Listen, that's my family, friend. You got a problem with them, you got a problem with me, and you do not want a problem with me. Uh, your problem there is, if I start investigating your foundry, uh, your papa and your little siblings there, going to be spending time in the correction center so I spend my time focusing on them or you help me focus on the genie you run a hard bargain buddy I'll be there what time 7 he said 7 o'clock two blocks down at the factory ooh this is some real deal shit then if you have any questions, call my cell. Do not call my office. If I got any... <laughs> just trying to quote Jim <laughs> Uh And Snyder is going to turn on his heels and uh, exit Dell's. You come back if you need anything fixed, buddy. Tell your friends. I'll get right on that. All right. Lucas, Alex. Nope, Lucas is next. Alex has already got the nose goes cold. <laughs> As I'm frantically writing Just stuff. permanently. Do you need... I can go if you don't want to go right now. Uh, I, I can go. I can go. It's fine. Okay. All right. So, um, Lucas. Um, sorry. Detective. Uh, you... Do you operate out of Pandora's police department? Or are you <clears throat> a work-from-home type of guy? Or you work at a coffee shop type of guy? I'm probably a, a work from the office and work from home and work from. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are I probably take this with me. Uh, I'm usually like mulling over something, but yeah, you could find me at my office. 
Okay, gotcha. Uh, and that is probably where this scene's going to take place. Um, there's no knock. There's... Uh, he's gonna... And I'm not, I don't even have to segue in. You know Pierce Snyder personally. Um, as a detective and as the district attorney, you guys have worked together dozens of times. Uh, and Pierce walks straight in, walks past your uh, secretary, because he doesn't care he speaking with you now regardless of what appointments you have set and snyder walks directly into your office you have anything on him yet what you see this mess i i'm trying i i can't work magic so it sounds like you need some people to work with information is always useful people can be useful. Great. You have a meeting tomorrow tonight, seven o'clock. You know I hate when you set these things up without, you know, consulting me. What if I was gonna uh, what if I was gonna go out? You weren't. Okay, and like And so now <laughs> you have a meeting. Thanks. Alright. Where who's gonna be there? Uh you've got the broker. Okay. Um, that, on my way to go find. That's useful, at least. On my way to go find Blackfoot. Um, that. Okay. And your favorite Dell. Okay. Well, at least someone will have information. I don't know how reliable you think these other two are. I don't, and that's why you're in charge. Your task force, your problem. Not my monkeys, not my circus. Too late. They are now. I don't even have, like, an assistant, really. Like, okay. Uh, seven of the Foundry. Good. Let me know what you come up with. Have fun with them. Look, you're you're gonna owe me for this because you, you know how painstaking this is gonna be. Yo, I'm I'm well aware, and I cannot wait to read how this plays out because this is going to be better than whatever show I plan on watching this evening. Oh, so I mean, do you plan on on being there? No. Uh, of course not. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be there. Oh, oh, you're gonna you're gonna show your face. I've already revealed myself to Dell and already received them to uh, the broker. I'll let him decide if he or they would like to reveal their name to you or not. So, oh, I'm, I'm hey, hey, you never revealed yourself to Dell. Dell would remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming uh, said broker is probably gonna keep this on the download to protect you know your image. So. That's correct. So I again, guess I guess uh, not name dropping them. How they reveal themselves is how they reveal themselves. I guess uh, I won't have to worry about getting jumped in the streets or anything like that. So. But all that's right, probably not true. But that's for you to deal with. But all right, I'll uh, I'll see you at seven. I guess. Let's go find this con man. Yeah, you go have fun with that. All righty. I'm gonna go back to. Out of curiosity, how organized is Cooper? Um, I would I, I would say bare minimum things were in the general location. 
Like <laughs> these things are ballpark, sure, but he's not super like tidy. He does have. I was flipping through this and I just set it down and moved on to the next thing. And the, the, you know, it's it's not a mess, but it's not chaos. Fair. Like it's controlled it's me- chaos. It's messy enough to where it's like, man, this looks real bad, but I know where everything is. Fair enough. As long as it, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. Okay. All right, Colin Blackfoot, are you working this evening? Uh. No, this is actually one of the nights off where he's getting, uh, he's just finishing up a driver's lesson. He's, uh, he's being taught at, like, the community center by somebody who's probably, like, six years younger than him. Um, and he just sort of, like, walks, he's just walking home. Uh, so as, uh, Colin is walking home, you see a finely dressed man sitting on a park bench, uh, patiently waiting for you. And you know he's waiting for you because he has not stopped staring at you. Um, until you uh, came within vision distance uh, and you recognize this man because this is the same man that is responsible for your incarceration. Cool. Gonna keep walking. (laughs) Gonna just kind of take a look at it and... Mr. Blackfoot, a moment of your time if you could. I uh, give you 15 years of my time. I think I'm good, and I'm going to keep walking. And I would like to take that little ankle monitor off. Wouldn't you like some freedom to enjoy this city? That's a bold thing of you for to offer me. You want to give me I didn't freedom? didn't kill a man. guess there's no point in denying it. You didn't then. Why would you now? What do you want? You want your freedom back or not? What's the gig? Is it the above genie. board? No, it is not. But I can promise you what you do won't put you behind bars. Heard that one before. I did not promise that last time. Issues you have with other DAs and cops doesn't deal with me. Yeah. I want the genie gone, and I need somebody willing to skirt around moral compasses. Why do you want the genie gone? Can't run for mayor when there's cancers in the city. Think the genie's the only cancer you're going to have to take care of? It's step one for me to purifying this great city. I want to... I want to ask him something with the intent of investigating okay um and the tag i'm gonna add to this is identify what matters most to somebody for okay her struggle tag uh i want to see if the genie matters most or if it's just if it's what he's saying if it's step one or if it like is necessary that it falls first. Like I don't know, maybe that's a little too specific, but I kind of want to see like no, I see how forthcoming he makes. I don't, sense. I don't trust this guy, so okay. I and I have no reason to at this point. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just gonna add. Oh, I guess I have savvy and streetwise as well. Could I add that as well or no? Um, streetwise. I mean, yeah, you know, 
you know his reputation. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. That's a twelve total. Six and four and two. <laughs> um. uh, so yeah, you uh, see right through this guy, um, and you've known uh, Snyder to always be a straight shooter. He doesn't beat around the bush. He's very honest and very forthright. Um, you're probably more confused at anything, wondering why he's willing to skirt the law now. DA, huh? I heard about Correct. all that when I was in. You're really pushing for a big number in the city. Out of the blue. Uh, why this election? Why not next one? Why not the last one? I can't keep watching this city that I love turn to this ever-ending chaos, and the genie right now is a lead factor in it. You know, I you're need him gone. It'll offering, make me look great for this race. You're offering to hire a murderer. Is that going to look good for your race? What the city doesn't know doesn't hurt them. And what's to stop me from talking to the city? Uh, the same thing stopping me from violating on your parole for anything I feel like. So you're blackmailing me? And such an aggressive word. I'm simply trying to offer you an opportunity to clear your record, to be a free man, to not be inhibited by past indiscretions. You and I both know I'm not guilty. I'm not held back by this idea of going to prison. I've already done some time for it. Yeah, but you being a felon doesn't bode well when trying to improve your life. I don't think you want to improve the city, but I'm also not going to let you sit around and do this unsupervised. Uh, with your investigation, you do... He is being forthright about improving the city. I don't know if I like the way that he's choosing to go about it yet. <laughs> right. And I also, and also don't like that's him. That's understandable. That's I, understandable. But he does want to improve the city. He so, thinks that what he's going to do is going to improve the city. Yes. Correct. Colin, well, he may, well, he, well, his investigation revealed that, like, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Pierce believes he's going to improve the city. Colin could just be like, what you're going to do is not going to improve the city, regardless of what you believe. Yeah. Valid. I don't think blackmail is the way to the top. But... <laughs> I also, I've tried again... for four years to legally get this guy off the street, and I can't get close to him. Why not I just... need somebody with a little dirt on their hands to, uh get the evidence needed to remove him from the equation. I don't trust you. You don't have my vote. I don't. You're a felon. You can't vote. You don't get a vote. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, you get what the sentiment is, though. Uh... <laughs> Touche. I don't trust you, Snyder. I do want to see this city improve. Good. 
the meeting's tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Factory in the old district. There will be some others waiting for you there. Okay. And he's going to reach in, grab a business card, and hand it over to you. No, I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm dipping. See ya. Uh, so we're going to close out this scene. Uh, Snyder's going to kind of like do that like hand pull back with the card uh, and tuck it back into his breast pocket as he pulls out his phone. Um, and so the audience shot is... I think we've got what we need to... Uh, help alleviate the problem the meeting's tomorrow at seven we'll find out how well this uh this team works together uh, and as pierce hangs up the phone a uh, blacked out car pulls up uh next to the spot that he and colin blackfoot were speaking and pierce gets into the backseat as the car drives off the scene is going to rise up appearing uh highlighting the neon pillars as they are such a Focal point, um, almost the messiah of light and brightness in such a dark city that is Pandora. And what do you guys do leading up to the meeting tomorrow? Um, I'd I'd probably make my way over to the foundry and have a little quick convo with Papa Bo, head okay. of the foundry, and. Uh, just kind of get some more insight on the genie and what he knows based on what's going on with the kids. Sure, let's have that scene. So, uh, uh, describe, Papa, in, uh, describe Papa Bo. Papa Bo. Papa Bo uh, looks like straight out of Oliver Twist. He's, uh, what's his name? Somebody help, more literate than I. From, from Oliver Twist. His name's Oliver Twist. We said this earlier. No, <laughs> not that guy. The other guy. The uh, the one that's like ahead of... He's got the ragtag bunch of kids. Like, his mythos would be that guy. God, chat's probably blowing up. And I can't remember because I'm a dumbass. And I'm not Googling it because I'm going to live this punishment. Googling uh, <laughs> it. But uh, he... Foggin. 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 Foggin? Foggin. Foggin. Fagan. Like yeah. Fagan doesn't sound right. Fagan, no. Fa Fagan. He looks like Fagan. So he's got a long trench coat. He's got, uh, he's kind of got a, a vest on and a, a button up underneath. Um, he always has a little bowler on, and uh, he he looks like he'd sell you some watches, you know, like but old school kind. Lift up his trench coat, but he's he's old at this point. He's got some wrinkles all over, but they're from smiling because he's just. He's always got a big old grin on his face, and uh, sometimes it's real, sometimes it's to misdirect you a little bit, but Papa Bo's always been good to me. He took me in when he found me uh, about eight, eight years ago, and so I roll up to uh, this giant warehouse. It's uh, kind of dilapidated. It's got a, a steel door, and I, I do the secret knock. Uh, so yeah, uh, as you open the uh, cliche, like the little eye slider pops open, um, and it's not at a normal height; it's at a lower height, probably at your midsection. What's the password? How's it going, Henry? That's not the password. Oh come on, Henry! I watched, 
I was here when you got brought in. You know, slams me. the slider shut. I kick the door. <laughs> Slides it back open again. What's the password? You're so good at your job, buddy. These are your rules. You can't just break them because it's you. What's the password? Shaving a haircut two bits. <laughs> Slider shuts as the door begins to open as a small, dirty child uh, who is on guard duty opens the door. Closed tattered just a little bit. Uh, you could tell it looked like he was in a bit of a brawl not too long ago. Boy, in the what background, just real quick in the background, like in this through a window or in the street behind you, there's just a single raven drone that passes by. Not overhearing this conversation or the password or anything, but just to build. They just regularly are flying all over. Not all over, oh, but specifically in this district right now. What do they look like? <laughs> um, like they look like ravens, or do they are they like drones? They look like drones. Um, they're yeah, they they look completely like drones, but they're government pigeons. Don't let them lie to you. <laughs> Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. <laughs> No, because while this is, like, sci-fi futuristic and everything, it'd be cool to, like, have full-on robotic birds yeah. flying around. But it, it's not... I have ideas for later on and character growth, so they don't look like that. Not at okay, this point, anyway. fair enough. Okay. They look like drones. They look like, uh... I mean, they look like drones, but orbs, like, just kind of floating through the city. And they are a, a relatively common... Um, uh, site because my I'm assuming my drones aren't the only drones flying around the city. Definitely not. Um, but my like with Amazon. So they look like other drones, you know, just the orbs with the yeah. like cameras in the middle of them and like you know neon lights glowing on them as they're hovering around with the little uh, omnicopter um, hole in the middle of them so that they can like float up and down like a, a regular drone would. So cool, guilty cool, cool. But. It's, uh, the only way you would tell that it's a raven drone from the broker is if you, like, got close enough to see any of the symbols or whatever on it, and mine are specifically nondescript, but so nondescript that it's like, oh, okay, that's the broker. <laughs> I yeah. know who this belongs yeah, to. There's no logo. They're, like, the same matte, uh, black, purple that would have blend into the shadows but like just to build the scene like you've no you and your crew may have even noticed that there's more than usual flying around the foundry mm -hmm. recently i like that not in areas that they shouldn't be not like making their way into the foundry i don't want right, to right on a, the streets patrolling as a player i don't want to encroach on your safe area but like in the in the streets around just like gathering up what general information could be picked up. Got it. You're doing a good job, Hanner. I give him a dollar. Ah, thanks. Um, fuck, I lost his voice already. I think, um, I think, I think Papa needs to talk to you. You should probably go see him quick. Well, that's a good thing. I gotta talk to him. Hey, question for you. Anybody else go missing since a couple weeks ago? Um, I think Henry, um... You're Henry. Kinda, that is, I am Henry. <laughs> I think Tank has been gone for a few days, but I mean, Tank kind of leaves once in a while. That's normal know. for Tank, yeah. 
but I mean, I think everybody one. else is accounted for. I don't what know. We don't really a... have like a roll call. Is I mean, is that something new we got to start doing? Oh shit, no! Trying to keep track of y'all is hard enough, let alone exactly. And you expect me to do it? You, I can't even get you to tell us the damn password. You're doing a good job, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and I... use the damn password. And Henry starts closing the door. Uh, I'm outside. No, I mean, I'm assuming you oh, did it I walked point. in. Okay, yeah. I was like, I <laughs> thought I walked in. And I'm, I make my way in, and this warehouse is, it's large, but there's, like, so many hallways that if somebody were to get in, they'd get lost. They didn't know where It's like a go. labyrinth. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. And there's, like, mattresses everywhere. There's just, like, little spots that, that a lot of these kids and, and peop, you know, young adults usually their kids and teens just kind of make their own little space as the most space they have and there's like little bits of food and games that they picked up and some shit walked by that oh well you fucking stole that nice job <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I walk into this larger area where there's this like rusty old iron staircase that, uh, that leads up to kind of what would have been like the foreman's office previously. Um, it's got like kind of an iron balcony that goes all the way around it. And that's Papa Bear's spot. Okay. I walk up the staircase and give a little knock, open the door. Dell, my boy, I've been looking for you. Papa, you know where to find me. No, I, I don't. Buddy, I got a store, it says Dell's. When'd you get a store? I, I've had it about a year and a half. You that? Are you drunk? You're drunk. <laughs> it's I've had like four. Okay, well pour me one. Let's talk. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and Papa begins to look around his desk, uh, and as you are kind of looking across the room, you see three or four empty bottles. Um, I. Mow. Don't worry, I got you. I reach in my breast pocket of my vest and with uh, my teeth. <laughs> that Henry got us a crate of some damn good, I don't even know what to call it. This is immaculate. You know, with these kids, that shit don't last for long around here. I hope he <laughs> I hope he's not drinking this, cause whew. We'll try a little bit of this. I take a swig and pass it to. Him. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Is that, is that water? Hen <laughs> Look, Henry said you had something to talk to me about. Um, yeah. Um, what did I need to talk to you about? Pops, you're getting old, buddy. <laughs> What did I need to talk to you about? Well, maybe I start and it'll jog your memory. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Dell? Doing all right, but I had a uh, kind of curious visitor from the one and only D.A. himself, Mr. Snyder. What the boys do now? He didn't even want anything to do with the foundry unless I told him no, which kind of makes my skin crawl a bit. So what he want? He kind of... 
we might have a, a similar problem with our britches. He wanted to do something about that genie. Jupio pants? Oh, yeah, the, the genie. Yeah. Hey, I, I asked Henry if anybody else went missing since a few weeks ago. He said Tank's been gone a couple days. Ah, oh, that's Tank. You're not worried about it? I mean, we've only lost, what, three or four boys to the genie? What's up with that? They come back wearing green as if what, they're in some sort of club. I, I don't think the colors is what you need to be worried about. But what do you got on the genie? What more can you tell me? Uh, he... I swear that boy pulls stuff out of thin air, and I can't figure out how he does it. You approach the man, you tell him what he needs, and it's just there. It's like he's a magician. Or a genie. Hence Genies ain't real, boy. Right. You're you're right about that. Sure. Right about that. Do uh, you have any idea about where he's at? Shit. Your guess is good as mine. Oh. Any of those well, boys I've seen... The boys may know, but, I mean, you just kind of wish, and he's just there. Hmm. Well, they, you seen them around? A, uh, what's his name, Tucker? I think he, I heard he came um, back. I, I think he came back to pick up his stuff, but I think he left. You don't know where he's staying now. I'm, I'm assuming with them green boys. Is that what they're called now? <laughs> the green boys. <laughs> I didn't name them. Shit. Hopefully somebody came up with a better name than that. Well, it can't be too hard to spot all walking around wearing that bright-ass stupid green. Oh, I know, boys. You gotta be careful. I don't like the rumors that be circulating. What rumors? You end up in trouble when you deal with him. You get what you need, but then you also end up in jail. Almost like there's a catch to every wish. Dang it. That's exactly what it's like. Huh. Who is deep breathing in my ear? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your conscience speaking. Wow. Hey, Could you? It really is my you, con actually. It my is me, yes. is a mouth breather, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, me and the DA and apparently some other ragtag bunch of boys about to go try to do something about this genie. Are you sure that's safe? Hell no. Ah, fuck him. Do you remember what you were going to talk to me about, though? Nah. Well, listen. If you remember, and I pull out a business oh, card. Oh, the rent! I don't got it. The the rent for this place? Yeah, the landlord's been up my ass. Come on, Papa. That's what you got this army of boys, and you can't scrounge out enough dollars for the rent. They've been bringing back items, not dollars. Then sell them, and pay the damn rent. That's why you in charge, Harry. <laughs> Henry, where's that boy at? He's at the front door. Tell him on your way out. 
the last goodies that they brought in. We need to get at least 550 foe, and we'll be good. Yeah. I pull out a lot of cash. It ain't 550, but I throw down 100 bucks. You a good boy, you know that? And Papa's... <laughs> and Papa's gonna drunkenly kind of walk his way across the office and wrap you in a massive bear hug. And while he's hugging me, I just in his ear, Pops, you know I love you. you I wish you had two arms to hug me back because this just feels incomplete. Was right. that rude? Right, right in my <laughs> open wound. <laughs> that shouldn't be open still. Is that not healed? <laughs> you got to get your shit together, buddy. This I got it together. Don't let me down. I've been taking care of these boys for 40 years. I got like FOMO in me. And then it's your turn. And pay the damn rent. All right, all right. Tell Henry to come see me on your way out. Give him a kiss on the neck. And ah, head on. Be out. good, boy. And I tell Henry on my way out. And... <sighs> All right. Bye, Dale. See you, buddy. All right. Is anybody else doing anything before? Yes. All right. Um, I know I've already called for the most rolls, but I'm going to try <laughs> and make another roll. Okay. I don't even know how to roll in this game, apparently. <laughs> I want to research the fuck out of... Pierce Brosnan, I mean Snyder. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> How long were you holding on to that one? Uh, as soon as you introduced him, I think he okay. looks like it. I think he looks like a Pierce Brosnan, Silver Fox sure. kind of guy. I like it. Um, and like the reason that they just use Pierce Snyder for his name in this movie is because it's just like Pierce Snyder playing Pierce Brosnan <laughs> playing himself as Pierce Snyder. <laughs> I like that's how. Be right back. All right. I feel like that's how he would be credited in the the credits. Valid. But, okay. Um, I want to research the ever living fuck out of this dude. Okay. So what does you researching the DA look like? It is a combination of using the internet and just like looking up, you know, the internet, dark web, the and searching yeah. up everything so, I can on him. What are some of the search results that you came up with? Um, you honestly, like the we make the story. <laughs> most of them are going to be like his rise to power as the or not power, but his rise to fame as the DA of okay. Pandora. Just because, like, the story of how this guy came from just being a lawyer up to being the DA and now wanting to become mayor. Because I'm assuming, like, yeah, he isn't mayor yet. But news of him, or at least rumors of him going to run in the upcoming election, are already have to already be circulating. Oh, absolutely. And so it's it is major players in his rise to DA. Okay. Um, people like I'm assuming that it would be people like whether they are criminals or political figures that he's interacted with that he knows uh, really I want to be looking for his 
um, motivations. Okay. Like what drives him, what motivates him, why is he doing the things that he's doing, why is cool. he so wanting to be, to fix the city up? What? Okay. What uh, big event happened that made him like go from just being a lawyer to having the drive to be the DA to being the mayor to want to change the city so much. Okay. So what power tags are you adding to said role? Um, knowledge and how to use it from my turf theme. Okay. Uh, know your enemy from okay. the broker theme. Yep. And I'm going to tap into my mythos. Okay. And use Mimir's well. Ooh, okay. Because I want to know not just information-wise, like what's generally or even hidden in the internet. I want to know in depth about this person because I have already added him to my nemesis list because he knows okay. that I am the broker. Okay. And that is not okay with me. I like it. All right, let's get that roll. So that's going to be 2d6, and I get to plus add three. three. All right. Yep. That is four plus three. So or sorry, seven. four. So uh, I rolled two fours. So eight so plus eight, three. So 11. 11. Okay. Uh, what does Mamir's well look like? Because this is, I think, the first time we're actually tapping into the myth. So how does your unnamed mythos interact with getting this information for you? We know you're scrounging the deep well. My initial thought was we kind of have this shot of the dark web being a little bit cliche of just this dark room with information, zeros and being passed all over the place, but a purple mist beginning to sift through lines of code and web articles and you start getting into some redacted information. So, But that was my mental part. I'm curious to see what does it look like for you. Yeah. I think... I think for this one, for the, the mythos, like... The investigation is a big thing. It's not, it's like this is a full day thing. So the first part is going into the the deep web and deep web right. and trying to uncover that redacted information. The second one is taking all of this information and going to um the the park. Um okay. Like the woods in the central park equivalent of the city that the city has. Um and there is I think, and we may have to redact this or or uh, uh, retcon this, but I think in mythology, the tree uh, Yggdrasil is an ash tree. Let us. Oh God, I'm not. Even, I don't even know how you spell that. What kind of tree is Yggdrasil? Uh, two G's. And like a Y, right? <laughs> it starts yeah. with a Y. It starts with a Y. Um, yeah. 
trying to figure out your mythos now. Oh, you should know it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I believe it's an ash tree. I think it means, yeah, I think, well. Central sacred tree of the nine worlds. So yeah, ash tree. Because um, the, it, the name of the tree itself, or if only the full term. Yep, just a giant ash tree. Uh, a giant ash tree described in both the Poetic Edda and Snorri Sternalosis, 13th century prose Edda, yep. Idrisil, or, yeah, uh, stands the absolute center of the Norse cosmos. Um, so yeah, uh, giant ash tree in it's the a giant park. ash tree, giant ash tree, uh, giant ash tree in the middle of the park, and at the base of it is a is a pond. Gotta make some quick notes here. And to the average person, it looks just like a pond, but if you can see through the mist, you see that the um you see that the the person who sleeps on the bench near the pond in the middle of the park is not just a is not simply a a wanderer who's parked up on the bench. They are in fact Mimir. Um, a being who guards this pond and prevents anybody from drinking from it. And so I... Um, Andresh will make their way through the park and, like, and approach Mimir and his well. And with all of this information that they've gathered, um, like, Mimir recognizes Andresh at this point, and so allows Andresh to walk forward to the pond at the base of this ash tree. And as I, I crouch down and take a sip, I mention, like, I, I whisper under my breath the name, uh... Pierce Snyder and drink from the well of knowledge to try and gain whatever mystic or uh, literally mystic knowledge <laughs> there is about this person. Would you like this information to come from Mimir or would you like this information to just be like imbued inside of you? Uh, imbued inside of me because this is um, kind of like the variant investigate role of uh, looking into the mist. Okay. Well, let's do... A, let's step back just a touch, because I think it'd be a good scene to have you interacting okay. with Mimir. Sure. So, what time of day are you coming to uh, what is going to actually be is known as Edith Park? Which, uh, in the center of Edith Park, sits... Afternoon. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, be... yeah... As you're approaching the park, and um, this is not, this will isn't in the uh, neon pillars district. There nope. is very little, if any, 
foliage or plant life in the Neon Pillars district. So having to leave my own district kind of... Um, yeah, Edith Park is going to be basically the center of uh, Pandora. Um, highlighting emphasis here being Yggdrasil being, you know, mm -hmm. the Norse tree. Um, so yeah, Edith Park is going to be dead center of the map. Cool. And then I believe we had it kind of predetermined that the Neon Pillars were in the southwest of Pandora. Um, and then, like I said, Bozer, you missed this, but at the end of every session, we're going to draw the map and continuously update it, up, uh, upload it to Instagram of the city growing as location points become prevalent to the story. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so as you are walking through Edith Park, it's middle of the day. Um, it's packed. You've got runners, you've got walkers, you've got people just kind of lounge around and flying kites, running, playing fetch with their dogs. Um, but next to the pond, outside of this giant ash tree, there is a homeless man sleeping. Uh, covered in dirty trench coat, kind of tucked into the bench as best he can. Uh, and everybody just kind of keeps their distance from him. Um, Andresh will approach and just drop a few gold dollar coins into the cup that uh, or hat or whatever that murmur the homeless man here has next to the bench I was trying to see if I could fucking imitate Mamir's voice and I don't know if I'm going to be able to <laughs> but uh yeah Mamir is the myth like the mythical being but I have a feeling like to fit in with, you know, the city outside of the mist, mm -hmm. he would just go by murmur. Okay. I like it. And so, so yeah, uh, you've had interactions with murmur before because mm -hmm. obviously, uh, and as you approach murmur almost senses you coming as at first, what everybody else sees in the world is just a dirty homeless man kind of, <sighs> Uh, but those of you that can see beyond the mist, uh, you see out of the top of his head, it, two tiny horns uh, peer out just beneath uh, his little uh, winter cap as he stretches away from bed. It's been a minute. Where have you been? Busy. Very busy. How can I help? I have knowledge that is kept from me that's that I need unusual to know. and so I come here to ask for access to your well can you spare a few coins and I am a little hungry Andresh will pull out rather than like paper money it's gonna be the, the gold dollar coins and drops like 10 into the cup I like it no such a good man thank you thank you uh and murmur kind of just bows to you gesturing for you to make your way and um oh actually because otherwise it wouldn't work it would just be a regular drink of water um andresh like after dropping the coins in there murmur will probably take the coins tuck them into a pouch um, or pocket and hand the dirty cup 
over to Andresh. Ooh, that's very valid. It's like an old McDonald's cup. That's right, yeah. very valid. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, so remember, uh, dumps out the cup, kind of spits in and gives it like a once over mm-hmm. wash real quick with his dirty shirt. You'll need this. Of course. I need that back, though. That's mine. And, uh, like, outside of the mist, it, yeah, it looks like a dirty, like, paper Crumbled cup. Crumbled up McDonald's cup. McDonald's cup that's just, like, stained at the seam because of how many times it's yeah. been refilled with coffee or booze or soda or whatever. Um, but, like, through the lens of the mist... It looks, it still wouldn't look like anything special, but it does look like a pewter um, mug. Yep. And so walk walk over to one of the stones that um, sticks out from the the grass, just kind of over the pond a little bit. And I sit down at the edge and dip the cup into the water, look at the reflection of myself in the water and well, normally I still look like myself in the reflection, my right eye glints in the shadows. I hate this every time. Take a big drink of the water from Amir's well. And as the water touches your lips, an overwhelming sensation collides into you as the mortal form of yourself is hit with intense sensation in every fiber of your being uh but the the mist that inhabits inside of you that exists inside of you calms the sensation as you begin to get an overwhelming feeling of information hit at you in quick succession as you were making your 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 moogle searches uh, you coming up with the DA's information was a very easy thing to do. Uh, but as you switch to your torrent browser uh, to get some behind the scenes look at some information that not a lot of many people have, uh, you see black marker begin to rise off of these pages and kind of disappear as redacted documents begin to reveal themselves. And you begin to learn how Snyder is as successful as he is. And it's because he has a 97% success rate. He is a renowned lawyer. He's quick on his feet. He's personable. He is loved by everybody. And on the surface, you can't not like the guy. People like Colin obviously hate him because they put him in prison. But outside of that, Pierce is a straightforward guy. But then the redactions start to clear and you start to get some inside information be being brought to your surface that nobody else knows. Pierce is an individual that has a way of gaining information that may not always be legal. Go ahead. I, so just looking at the, I'm gonna call out mechanics here real quick because I was looking through this as we were doing um, Dell's bit investigate gives me clues equal to power and i get to trade in clues um one to one to ask you a question about the subject of my investigation yes and since i rolled a 10 i don't need to worry about the investigation exposing me to danger the clues being fuzzy or having them find out stuff about me either correct so i do have 
two particular questions that I okay. wanted to ask, and uh, we'll figure once I figure those two out, I'll I'll probably think of a third one. Okay. First, and if this is a too big of one, I'll I'll ask a specific more specific one. But okay, what is Pierce's mythos? Horus. Okay. What was the event that caused him to go from, um, I think there's even like a Logos, um, for, that uses the term I'm trying to think of. Um, it's like the, what? Defining event. What's the, what kind, is there a defining event that made him go from just being a, that gave him the motivation? Where did his mist come from? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the motivation behind is um, Snyder's one of Snyder's failed cases is an unsolved murder. Uh, Snyder was married and had twin girls, uh, but Snyder was uh, in his early years of being a ADA and was pissing off a lot of people along the way because he was determined to find the truth and bringing it to justice. How, no matter how it was done uh, and in doing so pissed off a particular group who liked to send messages and that group was the demon viper brotherhood instead of taking out snyder they took out snyder's family to send a message that you do not encroach on our territory and you do not take after our people so this was a a murder case that he was trying to solve um and in doing so pissed off the demon viper brotherhood demon investigated during investigation pissed off demon viper brotherhood who was probably um like they were probably the reason for the initial murder but in him investigating them they killed his two twin daughters and his wife. Okay. Damn. Hey, side question. Because he does have a mythos, those of us that are touched by the mist, which is all of us, would we have noticed anything about him? Yeah, like, would so he look different? guys... Yeah, so... Uh, when you guys uh, appear on um, Pierce... He quite he usually um, and it's how the mist works is it contorts as needed. Uh, so it's usually the physicality of himself reveals themselves upon power usage. So Dell, you would recognize that he is shrouded in mist, but he wasn't using his powers when he's speaking with you. So it wasn't very prevalent for you to kind of like look into who he was. Mm-hmm. However, Jeff says uh, Andres would see um, that during the entrance of his home, I'm assuming he went back to watch the video, mm-hmm. um, entering his home was a finely dressed man, but with a bird head. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And then... Final question. Horses is mythos. Failed case is the defining event. Final clue, because this is going to eat away at me. How did 
how. What allowed him to get past my my defenses, my security? Uh, so he has um, in his mythos. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a way of accessing information that others cannot. Uh, so in his particular was he has a small scarab uh, that when touching something will unlock any door. Alohomora. <laughs> That's it. Alohomora. That was an hour ago. That's the joke that I tried to land about Harry Potter's spell. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it. That is what my day is <sighs> doing. And then um, going to the meeting point, I, if you'll allow it, Andresh won't actually show up to the meeting, but instead will have a drone be there while he is, while they are close by. Okay. Very on uh, brand. Yeah. Very on brand. I don't see why not. Very fitting. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, Lucas or Alex, did you guys have anything you guys wanted to do before the case tomorrow? I I do have a, just a little housekeeping that I'm going to be doing. Um, before, I'll probably stay at the office. I probably won't go home. Um, afterwards, but I'm gonna open my drawer and I'm going to be pulling out. Now, as I'm getting ready to leave, I'll throw my badge on. Um, got like the keys for like handcuffs and like all their stuff. Um, put, my, put my gun in and kind of get settled. Um, and you'll, uh, you guys will get to see what some of that stuff might do. Right, so that's just kind of your just little cutscene for downtime in between. Yeah, still, still investigating. Maybe grab like I'll have a like a handful of papers that I'm gonna like a little notebook that I'm gonna bring with me. I'm gonna stick in my back pocket and just kind of put the rest of these things on me um, because I'm very excited for you guys to find out what they are. <laughs> okay, and Colin, are you doing anything before the meeting tomorrow? It is too late in the night or maybe too early in the morning when Colin Blackfoot leaves his apartment with nothing but a shovel and a coat on and walks out to walks out to a park he's got clothes on underneath but I'm just saying visually this is what's most important he walks out to a park um, to a tree uh, that's got a couple of initials carved into it and at the base of it he slams the shovel deep into the earth and starts digging and does this for a good five, ten minutes until there's a uh, several foot deep hole in the ground. And he looks into it and begins to sort of hear the whisper from something that he buried there a very long time ago. And he reaches in and he slowly says, we've got work tomorrow. And uh, pulls, <laughs> pulls his relic from the earth uh, before returning to his apartment. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's so fucking good. I love that. That's cool. Alrighty. So, it is 7 o'clock. We are in the old district in the factory. Uh, a shutdown technology factory that was just kind of producing microchips and anything technologically based. Um, but with it being in the old district... Um, Getting adequate workers there was a difficult thing to do, so it got relocated uh, towards the neon pillars where 
technologically, it made more sense for this place to be, and the replacement factory flourished over there. Uh, but in turn, this factory has become more or less desolate. Um, and I'll let you guys uh, establish how you come to the meeting. So um, I come roaring in on a motorcycle. <laughs> Ooh, that's sick. And I One, pull hold that on. up. How, how does your motorcycle operate? Because if you have one hand, it's either the brake or the clutch. So are you only using rear brakes? Well, uh, I'm out of a retro worked it a bit and put it also i got the throttle <laughs> thr throttle i got the throttle and i've put the brakes on the same handle and i got real good at turning use your body a lot <laughs> this and, is uh, so i love it. and and to the naked eye it just looks like a, a cool like almost world war ii style motorcycle but to those touched by the mist, you can kind of see some extra working, some extra gear, some places, some some extra little fun bits that might do a thing or two if they were activated. That's cool. But I know I'm only a couple blocks down, but just in case I need a quick getaway, I Fair enough. roll up in my motorcycle and I pull up to the side and just <clears throat> walk on in and find a crate and sit and wait. I get there yeah, about so 10 minutes early. Yeah, as you actually walk in, though, uh, there is a singular light coming through a hole in the ceiling of the factory. Um, and standing just in the, the light of it is Pierce Snyder waiting for you. Yeah. You know how to be dramatic, don't you? Just wanted to make the meeting point well-known and established. That's cool what you're doing there. That's a good spot. You're standing there to light. It's cool. Glad to see you decide to uh, take up my offer, Dell. Well, you didn't leave me much of a choice, but let's pretend I did. Huh. Let bygones be bygones, as they say. Am I the first one to this party? I mean, technically I was first, but yes, you are the first to arrive. How many are we expecting? Hoping there will be four of you total. Whether like everybody I'm, takes me up on the offer, we'll see. I feel like Andres has been like watching this place all day, and he's thinking, "No, I was here." Or they were thinking, "I was here first, actually." Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, cut to Andres just like up on a rooftop, looking at their the expanded smartwatch display. Just sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What time of day is this again? Uh, Seven o'clock at night. Is it is it dark or is it like fall or like winter hours where seven is like the sun has already set? Been... It's still fairly light out. We're probably I wouldn't say like peak summertime, but it's still enough light out. At it's a golden hour. Yeah, yeah. sun sun is getting low in the sky. Take your selfies now. Kids. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> uh, I think like a couple minutes, unless you're gonna be on time, uh, Detective Cooper. But a couple minutes after seven. Colin walks up with a, um, like a, gosh, I don't know, like a four foot long package wrapped up in, <laughs> like a, like some, some, some like thick, it looks like he's delivering, um, I was gonna say something really bad and then I remember that this is <laughs> watched by people, 
He's, he's got like a very large, it's almost like one of those um, like tubes that uh, artists will like use to transfer large canvases. It's kind oh, of like yeah. that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Size. I guess wrapped up is the best way to describe it. He's got that. Like, okay. He's strapped across his back and he's wearing uh, a very colorful uh, cardigan. Oh, okay. And you said you're coming a little after 7 o'clock? Yeah, I think he sort of like did a walk around the block and then realized like nobody else is here. So I'm going to just kind of walk around for a while. And, cause <laughs> doesn't he doesn't want to be the awkwardly early. Yeah, one. he doesn't want to be like super early. Heard a motorcycle and was like, "That's that's cool." And then he's <laughs> gonna show up a few minutes later. Okay, one day maybe. <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'll probably come in pretty close to on time, and I'm I'm just gonna before I, I get to the building, and then I'm gonna look down at my badge. And guess what, guys? The badge is glowing a little bit. I go, alright, well, it must be here. And I'm gonna make my entrance and. Uh, what kind of car do you drive? Or vehicle, I guess. Oh, I just. I just got some POS Crown Vic. <laughs> <laughs> alright. It's, uh, it's, look, it's the cities. I don't pay for gas. Like it's. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, Andres, when does the drone appear uh as soon as someone says as soon as uh pierce says well, we're waiting for one more <laughs> okay so yeah that's well that's where we'll pick up then uh so detective cooper makes his way into the warehouse uh a few minutes later um colin makes his way in i expected one more uh it appears that they will not be attending uh, static uh disrupt and you hear like you know the sound of a walkie-talkie turning on <laughs> and you see, oh i've i've been here we can proceed when you're ready as the drone kind of i'm shocked as the drone just rolls out of the shadows <laughs> and then starts hovering ah oh, shit we're we working with the robots here yeah sure looks like that. it doesn't it just yank out my notebook and be like, that's ah, very on brand of you. Um, pleasure hey, to see Cooper. you again, detective. Yeah, um, pleasure not seeing you, you know, as per usual. Looking good as always, Cooper. I know. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just peachy. As the MC, I don't know what their backstory is. I could not wait for this shit to be revealed. I'm, I'm sure you're doing just fine. And anybody uh, else knows each other here, or Colin? How how's uh, living on the outside? Do I know you? Uh, no, but I know you. Peachy. Shit, you've been in the slammer. Huh? That's we're here yeah. for a job. I'm not really. Look, it's keen to get work. to know people. Oh, well, damn, that's my specialty. Now that we're all on the same page of who is who, before the job is established, consider this a tryout. There's a case that needs resolved that Cooper and uh, one of his partners haven't been able to crack quite yet uh so we're gonna test who you guys are and 
Pierce is going to pull out several folders and hand them out to the three of you. As he kind of reaches one towards the uh, the drone, I guess I'll email this to you uh, and kind of tucks it back in. There's been several murders in Eldritch Park that Scarlet O'Hare has not been able to resolve. Detective Cooper here has not been able to resolve. And I believe with the... Uh, unique skill set between the four of you you might be able to resolve this issue that is plaguing our city if this goes murders. well murders yes any of them young kids no i can't say there is but we also have a hard time determining anything about them being their faces been removed uh, and their bodies have been shredded to pieces. What day? Evidence like is I... few and far between between these uh, carcasses. What's the total count? Three so far. Seems to be in every two week time frame. So I'm assuming the next one happens within three days. Do we have any leads? Uh, happens at the park. Happens at nights, and it's a gore fest. But nobody can seem to catch the circumstance when it happens. You guys know how big the park is. It's not really a set location. It's just happening at the park. We're talking about any Edith really? Park. Edith Park, correct. Any relationship between the victims or witnesses? Uh, their locations all seem to be the high-rise in Uptown, but from what we can tell, there's no correlation between any of them. Any I got some kids. Uh, sorry, what was your question, Alex? Any common denominators? Wealth? Work? Uh, I mean, they can afford to live in the high-rise, but one's a actually pull this case file up here and if i get the time i'll actually make a full case file for you guys oh, nice. cool. first victim was samit maxim a middle eastern man for what we could um establish from left of his body tall guy average build he was a pharmacist he drives a tesla uh a after tesla. that uh, our second victim was Tony Aylin. Uh She was Can a... Can you spell that last name? Uh, A-I-L-I-N. A-I-L-I-N. Okay. Uh, she was a tech lead at one of these local tech companies. Drives an SUV. Our third victim was Heming Torsten. A screenwriter drives a Cadillac so we can tell they've got some money but outside of that don't really have anything that connects any of them one question what is a Tesla <laughs> uh, electric self-driving car yeah so you you so still I need don't a, no 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 before you yes you do self-driving so, yeah, <clears throat> still driving um, self-driving got it yeah, but you still, you still need a license. And let, let me be honest, it's, it's, I can't afford it. I 
don't know what you've been doing since you've been out, but I'll, I don't think you are either. Yeah, the blockbuster doesn't pay that well, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one you, of them, so... You work at Blockbuster? Uh, if I don't get done with this job in time, but not not for too much longer, but... Buddy, I, I got bad news for you. Have you heard of Netflix? Pulls out a little notebook. Can you tell me about that <laughs> after we get information? I've been... That's, that's, <laughs> la that's a later problem. Yeah. We had, I think that was one of the things that the prison started integrating, and then obviously things kind of went to hell. So like, yeah, yeah. you might you might just want to keep your options open. All right, sure. So we we know they're from the high rise in uptown. Do we know where exactly? Uh, one lives on the fourth floor. Another on the twelfth. Another one on the twenty fifth. Okay. So listen, cool. you Go think. Ahead. You think these people had some dealings with the genie, as if they uh, they had their wishes come true? Oh, this has nothing to do with the genie. I just need to test if you guys are worth your salt. You help PPD, then we can work on the genie. I thought we were here. You brought me here to talk about the genie. I I brought no, my nose. No, this is how he works. He brings I, you here under a false presumption or false pretense he gets you to do something yeah. and then oh next week it'll be another thing and then oh it'll be eventually he'll get his job done but not before he's gotten your use out of you so why why do you can you can tell me these things because then i can bring the appropriate shit and i'm gonna just put my notebook because the genie notebook i'm just gonna put it in the <laughs> fucking pocket like not everything has to be a mystery you know like, Let me cross off case one, genie. <laughs> wow, yeah. All right. What's this pay? Uh, a job is what it pays. We're doing your job for you. You get paid. Technically, you're doing his job. He cannot solve this case. Okay, I'll Great, so we're on. supposed to do your job for free. Hold on, you're not... Don't, don't put that evil out there. <laughs> All right? <laughs> uh, 10.99 once you're hired, but hmm. that tells me I doubt I'll be getting one. But <laughs> what Look, what do we get out of this? I told you a job, and then I don't deep dive into any of your histories. I need to know if you're worth a damn. I've seen what you can do on paper. I need to see what you can do in the field. Yeah, yeah. Look, Colin, you get a job and an alibi, you'll be fine. This is good for you. Adele? Ah. He can stay. It's totally up to you, man. Uh, yeah. This man's coming after my family to do his damn job. Again, he can't solve the case. Oh. Not me. Again, put that evil on me again, I swear. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just resting, like, get all big iron right on my hip. I'm like, I will. I will fucking be back around you right now. You said he's coming after your family to get you to do this job, so he's blackmailing you too. Oh, anybody hell else? yeah. Anybody else getting pressured from uh, an authority figure here? See, look, look, you. Look, now they hate you, and they're going to hate me. This is great. Real conducive to a very team environment. Way to go. 
Pierce is gonna walk over to you and smack you on the shoulder. Yeah, good luck. Fill him in. Uh, and he is going to turn and head out of the factory. Alright, he's leaving. I'm like, look, guys, look, I, I don't particularly like the guy either. But he's got me in more ways than one, both in this kind of instance and also back at work. So I, I understand you're frustrated. I understand he can be an ass. Let's just do this, and then you can take the job or go your other way or whatever. The sooner this is done, the better. I agree. Yeah, it sounds like an illusion of choice to me, but it's fine. Uh, that's just life, buddy. I mean, we do not. <laughs> so it seems on, like we have. Oh, go ahead. It seems like we have our first lead, though. We need to stake out. I was thinking we need to stake out the park. So, naturally, I have been doing this a little bit. It's not like I just gave up immediately. I can tell you this. The park at night can be uh, sick with the mist. Um, not like no Dell, not like actual mist, but like... <laughs> what makes each and every one of you special? That thing? Yeah. Oh, you think I'm special? You're special <laughs> on a couple of ways, buddy. Um, oh, don't you know it? Yes, something that I myself wouldn't normally handle at work. And it's starting to flood into work. And there's a lot of questions that need to be answered that I am not at the liberty to give the normal public. Hence the need for help. We all kind of clear on that now. Loud and. Crystal. So first, the park or the high rise? Who are you, by the way, Mr. Robot? Uh, I am the broker. I yeah, don't do well you... person to person. Well, and the... keep your little birds away from my family. No promises. As the orb, the drone just kind of backs up to create the circle of the four of us. <laughs> And on that note, I think that is where we draw our pilot episode ah. for our City of Mist campaign right. to a close. We finally <sighs> meet. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so are all of us, again, just to kind of make it canon, Do un is it only when we're using our powers that, like, to us, touched by the mist, would notice anything different? Or is there always something kind of, like, like almost like a glimmer is there there's always kind of a glimmer so you can recognize who is touched by the mist but if they're just kind of moving about their day they are going to be their physical form mm -hmm. the mythos reveals itself which dictates the mist to have to shroud itself from the sleepers so if they're not doing anything that invokes the mist to be enacted 
they're just kind of walking around as themselves. But those who can see the mist can see that the mist kind of trails after everybody that is touched because the mist has to act at a moment's notice to cover up mm -hmm. what is being hidden by to the rest of the world. So as soon as we all entered, we can kind of tell, oh, okay, we're on Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. You guys have all been affected long enough to recognize the little key signs to know that you guys are all touched. Okay. Okay. I love being different already. <laughs> Just ever so slightly different. Uh, so yeah, I guess you guys would recognize that uh, the detective does not have the same markers that you guys do. So uh, there's but. actually a beautiful thing for this. Um, I have a hat, right? My hat. Uh, uh, you see me a little nudge He... You kind of notice my, I get a little fuzzy, but then it kind of goes back to normal for you guys. Uh, for the normal, like, sleepers, they just, for some reason, can't remember my face. Oh. Mm. It's called. And we will dive into that next time. Mm hmm Ah. Uh, good fun. I like this game already. It is yeah. fun. Hell yeah. We're getting the rules make it seem way more complicated. It's just no, like talking. We all you know knew. I mean? We yeah. all knew once we started rolling into it, it was going to get better. So. Oh, true, true. The big I'm thing sure. I'm worried about is trying to figure out combat, but we'll cross That's that the bridge thing. when yeah, we Yeah, once we there. hit combat, I bet. That's where the rules come into play a little more. Right. But maybe that'll happen next time. Maybe we'll just have more roleplay. But there will be more questions. There will be less answers because there's a whole <laughs> fucking campaign coming and who knows what the fuck's gonna happen. So until next time, I am T. I am I Bozer. Am... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jeff. You are sorry. We have sorry to order Bozer. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Alex. And I am Lucas. And you guys just keep geeking out. out. Love Bye. You all. Bye. Take care.